to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. I'm your host, Rachel Paul, and I'm really excited. We have an awesome hygiene team leader on this episode, Erica Fowler. Erica uh, manages a hygiene department, and tell us a little bit about that. Where is your office located? We're located in Lansing, Michigan. Um, We have a, a practice of 11 hygienists, soon to be 12. Awesome. Our total office practice right now is around 26, going on 30-some uh, total staff members. Wow. Growing and growing. That is awesome. It is. So um, I know you're a hygienist as well. How did you transition to that hygiene team leader role? The doctors have always been told that they need to have leadership, and it took a long time for our doctor to finally submit to that. And when they finally did, I was offered the position based on basically my abilities to just move forward with things. I'm a quick start. I like to develop new strategies, new things, and they saw that in me, and um, they positioned me in this, and, and I've loved it ever since. Awesome. How long have you been the hygiene team leader? Going on three years now. That's great. Yes. And you've seen a lot of growth during that time. We've seen a lot of growth, yes. We've been the Scheduling Institute about five years, and I know we've gone 5X maybe a couple times since the practice first began, so we're going a couple more. That is so exciting. It's very, very, very exciting. So what are some strategies that you guys have put in place or implemented that's allowed for that hygiene department to grow? When I first joined the practice, the practice had no strategy whatsoever. There was um, kind of a do your own thing and um, no, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, No standardized treatment Mm -hmm. across the board. All of our hygienists did everything a little bit differently. And when I joined into the practice, the first things I started implementing was getting everyone on the same page with a group of hygienists at the time. It was eight of us and um, getting them to say the right things, do the right things. The triangle of influence became a really big part of our exams. Um, We implemented that, slowly started implementing a periodontal program, Mm -hmm. which had never been there before. Um, Creating a hygiene department manual and expectations, accountabilities, um, starting to do some statistics and some ownerships in different areas of the practice where each hygienist became accountable to something. Mm -hmm. And along the way, there was always some big stepping stones and stumbling blocks, but that was what was part of this growth that we had. So I think one of the biggest things I took away from this is that when you start seeing these stumbling blocks, that means you're doing something right because it's changing and change is what's gonna drive everything forward. I think that's that's important to say too, because if it doesn't get rocky, then you, it's just, become complacent, right? Absolutely. And it's like it's plateaued. Yes. So when it's rocky, you just have to jump that hurdle. We always yeah. say frustrations lead to breakthrough. That's right? right. We have that logo hanging in our sterilization room. <laughs> and it's so true, though. Yes. You have to have those frustrations, right? Yes, but that, absolutely. that's good. It means you're growing. Mm-hmm. So um, what are some of the numbers you guys have hit? For the hygiene department itself, we actually set a goal this year for our hygiene department at um, 1.5 million just for hygiene, uh, total office would be 5.2 million, and that's in collections. That's awesome. Um, this year, we're going to blow that out of the water. We just recently signed uh, to purchase another practice, so a satellite office. We also broke down some walls and added some more um, ops, so we're going to have to readjust our goals this year because we've already we've surpassed it by a lot, that a lot. Is so awesome. We're averaging about um, for our hygiene. 135,000 to 160,000 a month currently. 
That's great. Now, yes. do you guys have trainings in your office as well? We do. We have the whole shebang. We've done every training, and we're going to do them probably all again because things change, new things come up, and um, we just need refreshers every year, and it kind of gets people yeah. motivated. Whenever the scheduling institute comes in to do a training, everyone kind of regroups, remotivates, and it gets us going. Mm -hmm. And then we start to decline, then another training comes yeah. in a couple months later. I think they always come perfect timing. Absolutely. I, I always say you should have a trainer in your office every quarter. I would love that. Because... It's true, like you lose focus, like we're all humans, right? Yes. So you gotta re-engage them and get them excited. Yes. So what are some ways that you guys celebrate wins in your practice? Well, our doctor does monthly bonuses for hygiene department specifically based on our collection. Um, that's something that he's had implemented in a while, for a while now. We do have an end of the year goal, like I had mentioned, and if we reach that goal, he gives a pretty significant bonus and a big celebration. We have lots of little things along the way. We get involved in the community, dentistry from the heart, things like that, and um, he'll throw us tailgate parties, and we've gone on um, party bus trips to the Detroit Tigers games. He keeps us all having fun and trying to keep the team morale up with a big office. It's hard for all of us to get together outside of work, so having these big group functions is nice. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you think's been like the biggest challenge for you as a team leader? Because that's a big team that you're yes. that you're really leading. I mean, it eleven seem to be twelve. Like, what are some? What's the biggest challenge you? I think coming in blind, um, as I'd mentioned today in our our, our leadership training today. Um, I came into it knowing that I had a bunch of great ideas and a bunch of great visions. That's just part of who I am. And I started implementing them on my own even prior to being the hygiene team lead. And I think that's what stood out to them is somebody wanted to do some change. And I would make something happen and see if it worked. And if it worked, we kept moving forward and we try something else. And, th and there would be setbacks along the way where some of the things I was implementing were not working. So we would adjust, regroup, restart. And yeah. Um, I think finally today, this weekend, being here in Phoenix and getting a little more clarity on how to truly be a team leader is going to be so beneficial to me because I've been looking for that for the last three years. Yeah. I've been doing it blindly. I've been just going and trying all these new things that I'm learning on podcasts and yeah. um, reading articles about and listening to at the trainings that we have and just doing it. You yeah. just got to do it. And I'm a quick start, so it's easy for me just yeah. to do it. And you know what, though? I've also, a lot of hygienists are not quick starts. Right. <laughs> We're typically like fact finders need a lot of information. So for you to like jump in and be like, hey, we're just gonna do it, could yes. probably be scary for them. Oh, but yeah. now when they start seeing that, oh my gosh, like look what's happening, it yes. makes it easier to change. Tracking numbers and showing the hygienists they're, they're doing things and they're growing and, and letting them be part of that growth is huge because they need that positive affirmation constantly. Yeah. Um, another thing that I ended up doing this past, I guess, six or eight months ago now is I implemented a hygiene team lead assistant who is my counterpart. As me being a quick start, she's the fact finder. And so she's kind of pushing me in different areas that I maybe not saw or didn't clarify. I just wanted to go forward with it where she would say, okay, hold on, let's do it this way. So I would readjust and, and do it that way. And it would be a little better results when you have a fact finder to help you out. So. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that you're using your Colby. Oh yes. It's huge because it's, it's so much of who I am. Yeah. And it really helps you uh, connect with your team and understand each other and where you're coming from. Absolutely. Too. So is there one piece of advice you'd give to listeners out there on what you've learned as a hygiene team leader that they can take away and do for their hygiene team. Yes, you have an idea, you put it into action and you do it, you communicate it with the team, you let them know incentives or anything that's gonna come along with that new change. Keep them motivated along the way. Um, and if you fail, you just try again and, and readjust and, and don't stop. Sometimes it's hard to keep motivated. I think that's what part of having the trainings in every quarter 
will keep you motivated for um, moving forward with new things all the time. It's great. Just keep going. And I love what you said too, you can't be scared to fail, right? Yeah, you can't be scared um, to I fail. I always like to say like failure and success are on the same road. Success is just a little farther. Yep, you know? that's right. So, well, I really appreciate you being on this episode, yes. Erica. And, and I'm enjoying your podcast very much. Thank you. Yay, great. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're listening to them. And um, I'm sure everyone's enjoyed this and gotten a lot out of you. And um, we appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening everyone and be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't and you can also um, schedule a call with one of our clinical specialists if you go to our website hygieneprofitleaders.com and we can fill you in a little bit more on what we are doing to help all these practices grow so um, until next time stay educated